Hi, and welcome to And So Much More. My name is Cami Smith, and I am your host, and I'm here with Dr. Olega, who is the medical director of ambulatory care here at Centra. And we hear ambulatory care, and I think those who are listening may have zero context for what that is. So how would you um, explain what ambulatory care covers, like that umbrella? Yeah, so, you know, ambulatory does mean something that happens in the outpatient setting. Um, The ambulatory care service line here at Centra um, is composed of our entire primary care um, services, urgent care, Lynchburg Family Medicine Residency Program, home health hospice, and palliative care. So it's really the front door and the interface with the community, which is super exciting. Well, and probably what most people are most well-versed on, they're most knowledgeable, or if not knowledgeable, they at least know primary care is a necessity. And so um, so that's very cool. That Mm -hmm. spans a lot. So what does your day-to-day look like? That's that's a big responsibility. It is a big, yeah, so I... I am a primary care physician, um, and I'm coming up on my six-year anniversary with Centra, and I started out um, in Farmville, um, and I still have my patient panel there seeing them, so I do that two half days a week, Okay, and then um, in addition to that, I am collaborating with many different uh, people, and we are trying to fix problems and innovate to try to make things better for um our people our workforce and our patients of course yeah and what's something that i love so much about centra and this might be true of many health systems but um our community um, are our caregivers and so it's it's such a great place to be because when you're pouring into your caregivers you're also pouring into your community yeah and vice versa (laughs) and it's so important to um to really prioritize both Mm -hmm. So, um, well, I'm really glad that you're able to be here with us. We're talking about the care team approach, and I'm mm-hmm. going to put this pen down because I keep making noise with it. So I'm going to get it, that over there. It looks like a good pen. <laughs> it's a good pen. Um, yeah. So we're talking about the care team approach. Yeah. And so, um, and this really does play a big role in primary care because yes. when you're coming in and you're seeing your primary care physician whether that is, you know, a DO or an MD mm-hmm. or an NP or, you know, something under the app umbrella, which we've talked about in this series, um, I think that most people are still a little elusive of who are all these people that I'm engaging with? Because you come right. in and um, you interact with multiple individuals for one visit. Um, yes. And so I think it's just so important to give people a little bit of a, a more well-rounded understanding of who are these people? How are they playing into my care? Yes. Are they are they just passing in? Are they just, you know, taking my blood pressure and moving on? Or So what can you tell us about the care team approach? So the care team approach has been around for a while, and um, it really is a new way of thinking about care delivery for okay. both the people that are delivering the care and the patient. So it's very patient-centered. And... Um, we're really seeing a movement sort of away from, you know, the one mm-hmm. doctor, one patient relationship, which is a very important relationship, mm-hmm. and sort of spreading out those responsibilities among a whole care team. And as you mentioned, yes, there is a physician um, on the care team. There might be a physician assistant, mm-hmm. a nurse practitioner. 
Um, but there's also other members of the care team um, in our primary care offices. And so those could be people that are pharmacy technicians that help with your prescription refills. They may help um, with discount programs for drugs, which is a really important function that they serve. Um, We also have some licensed clinical social workers that help with mental health counseling. Um, And they work really closely with our behavioral health teams. Okay. we want to eventually have diabetic educators within all of our primary care offices and they would serve a really important function um we have our licensed practical nurses our lpns and mas which help us with other clinical tasks like Mm -hmm. making sure we get the patient roomed performing any kind of ekgs immunizations um point of care testing when you're at the doctor's office you know the nurse may do a strep test on you So um, there really is a lot of members of the care team um, that can assist with all the things that it takes to take care of a patient. And um, for the patient, it really is more than one person looking after you. So that's awesome, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So how would you encourage someone from the community to educate themselves on what all of these different types of providers are because yes. I mean that's a lot it's a mouthful when you think about yeah, it's a whole licensed menu. clinical social yeah. worker yeah. LPN yes. and, and and but it's important it's so it's important to know who is providing you care yes and so I'm just curious like how how do you advise your patients to educate themselves so you know my patients know that I work with a care team um, at Central Southside Medical Center and so what they they come to me as their primary care provider but there may be days and there is days when i am not seeing patients in the office and so okay. they uh, may be able to see one of our wonderful apps i'm going to give them a shout out allison lee and gabriella gabriel and Sa- at Southside. they do a wonderful <laughs> job so they're able to see the patients if i'm not there if there is um things that they need to be seen acutely for maybe they've got a cough or a cold, um, poison ivy, or they need a quick preoperative clearance for their cataract surgery. There's many, many things that um, the physician assistants and nurse practitioners assist with, but not only do they assist the physicians in primary care, those providers also carry their own patient panels. So they are responsible for entire panels of patients um, that can be upwards of about 1,500 patients. Oh, my goodness. So they do a big job, and they work really, really hard. All our providers work really, really hard. I'm I'm very proud of them. Oh, I love that. So what does that working relationship look like, for my own curiosity? Yes. Between you and your team, I mean, you have to work really closely with especially these APPs, if you're sharing, mm-hmm. you know, yep. this patient and you both want to be that that incredible source of care for them. So what does that yeah. look like? So, and that's a really good question, Cami, because often the patients have that question. You know, if I see someone else, how am I going to know that they spoke with you or yeah. discussed my care with you? And I assure the patients that we're working usually in the same um, hallways, the same facilities, we, mm-hmm. the same pods. You know, we have pods in the offices um, where we work with entire teams of providers and nursing staff. And if they're seeing a patient and they have a question mm-hmm. and I'm 
maybe in Lynchburg that day and they're in Farmville, they can just call me and we talk about what the next step is if they have a question, if it's okay. a more serious issue. So it's a very close working relationship. It really is a collaboration. Yes. And that's why yeah. I think it's so important for, I, I say us, because I think of myself as a patient, yes. to really look at your primary care experience, but also mm-hmm. your specialty care experience right. as like a care team, like yes. you have a team that is collaboratively talking about how to best provide you care. Yeah. Um, and that's actually pretty cool when you think about it, yes. like that there are multiple people putting their minds together and their, their expertise and their experience to, for you. Yeah. And so these resource. care teams really, they exist really in a lot of different service lines. Uh, within the medical group, cardiology, oncology, wow. uh, nephrology. So there's there's a lot of places where we use this model. Yeah. So what is one thing you would like our community, our patients to know if they're feeling apprehensive about this? And, and maybe it is something that we've already covered and you can elaborate on. But, you know, I think about there is a part of our community who have had one primary care provider, mm-hmm. you know, th- their entire life. Yeah. And so this is a big jump. But... How do you ease that apprehension? Yeah, I mean, I think it's about developing trust, Mm -hmm. like any relationship. um, And, you know, meeting the provider and just knowing the care team. And so we are doing a lot of work right now. You as our marketing team are helping us (laughs) with that to, you know, help educate on what what roles the care team serves, who is in the care team. I think it's really helpful sometimes to know who everyone's role is and what their name is yeah. and who you may encounter when you're walking into the office. But not only when you come into the office, you're seen when you leave, mm-hmm. you're going to get follow up as well. Yes. And then all of those providers can coordinate to make sure that they're doing what's best for you. Yeah. Um, we are doing a lot of work recruiting Okay. All these care team members. Yes. So the ambulatory care service line is working very hard to recruit pharmacy technicians, um, physicians, APPs, mm-hmm. nurses, our front uh, desk staff, our medical office assistants. Um, and so we are all in um, to I try to make it. this the best possible experience for the patients. And then we're also really looking at, um, you know, models of care in terms of you know, finances and moving forward um, from, you know, a fee-for-service to more value-based care. So really providing value to the patients, which means providing the highest quality of care at the lowest cost. And I think that's something everybody Oh, yeah. Everyone's ears just perked up when they heard the highest (laughs) care at the lowest cost. Mine did. You know, when you think about, I have a family of four, family, some people, family of five, six, seven. You you want what is best for your family, but yes. sometimes you're limited by your resources. And right. so I think to have a health system that works with you in that way is yeah. so important. Yeah. So, yeah. well, I love that. And and something I do want to encourage our listeners to do because mm-hmm. I think, and, and I do this, but working here, I think I, I want everyone to know this, this little trick. So <laughs> go to our website, centralhealth.com. And click on providers at the top of that page. And it's just on our main menu. Um, and you can look up your providers. You can see um, what some of their hobbies are. You can mm-hmm. see what they look like. You can see where they went to school, what their you know credentials. 
um, where they provide care. And, um, and I think that's really important for people to maybe feel at ease if you're going in, if, if you see someone come in who's not your primary care provider, but it's a part of your care team, um, they are taking the time to get to know you. And so you have this opportunity to get to know them as well. And so um, I know that's something that we're trying to be really intentional about building up on our site as a resource for the community. So go and do that, but then ask the questions. You know, I think that as you come into your appointment and you want to know who these people are, um, we're going to do our best to get this information out for you, but also um, ask the questions. Excuse me. Um, This team is here for you, and so your questions are valued and they're important. So uh, but thank you so much, Dr. Lega, for yeah, being thanks here. Thanks for having me here. Yes. This was fun. I'm glad. Um, and thank you guys for listening. We hope you'll join us next time on And So Much More.